are on the second mimer, or the second shear of Lukach Dim Lachem. Let's just take a step back for a second. Let's 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 uh, remember we're doing a hemshech here, right? So we have to get the idea of where we're holding in this hemshech. We already talked about the idea. I think we spent a total of two pages, maybe three pages, on the idea of <coughs> right the Iber, the Iber person. Remember the Iber person all the way very back when I can't remember when we learned about it. Maybe in the beginning of Cheshvan or something like that. The middle of Cheshvan. We're now holding right Shvat. The Iber person was the person who was stamped with a certain personality that he was not going beyond himself in any way, and his personality was what it was. And then we said that there is another, on the higher end of this story, is the idea of Mayichin. Mayichin person, right, is a person, right, Iber, Yunika, and Mayichin, right? Mayichin would be the highest level, a person who is in a state of Right, Meichin, the godless, right, that his mind is totally in control, could take over, it's in a totally different level. And we're not going to deal with him for another, uh, probably, I don't know, maybe another eight to ten pages, something like that. So the majority of this Hemshech so far is dealing with the person called the Mr. Yunika, right, or the Morgash, we called him, right? Some, that is you and me. person who is essentially being run by his midos, right? Like the baby, right? That screams out whenever it wants something. Says, me, 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 me. That is the, the person. That is the name of the person. And we've been discussing the idea of how to try to use one seichel in order to change <coughs> one's emotions, in order to develop, in order to lead, in order to drive one's emotions. And we've been doing this for, now it's about, probably about 10 pages or something like that, or 8 pages. And essentially, the Rebbe decided to take us on a trip about 3 pages ago, 4 pages ago. And that trip is, if you could just understand what a sin is, then you would not do a sin. Right? Use your mind to understand what a sin is, you will not do a sin. That's basically the name of the game that he's been talking about, right? Um, what's the opposite of that? The opposite of that is precus all. Precus all means that I just sin because, just because. Why not? Like, why not sin? That's the concept of precus all. There's nothing stopping me. Why shouldn't I? Right? So the, the, the desired approach is that we should be able to use our moichin we should use our seichel to be able to dictate the way we, we perform in this world, the way we act in this world. And we gave a whole discussion about doing tshuva. And essentially what we talked about is we need enough ore from Hashem to be coming through the system. When the, there is a tremendous amount of gilui, then what happens is the system runs the way it's supposed to run. And essentially the klipa is not able to get more than the little bit of ore that it's supposed to have, and everything runs the right way. That's what we were talking about. However, if, God forbid, the amount of ore is not the way it's supposed to be, we talked about how Klipa is able to then climb up to a level of Makif to get light from there. It's able to get a light from the Ribu Itzim It's able to get also light because the kalim get broken. <coughs> and 
we go through, that's basically what we've been discussing. And we're going to continue to discuss it for another two pages, basically. This concept of, if we could just understand how the system works, and we could understand how much of an effect that we personally have on the actual system of the creation of the world, it should change the way we perform in this world. That's in Talamid Gimel. Then the Rebbe is going to go and he's going to say another system, another meditation. And that's going to be, okay, what about if a person is not doing the avoda in a pneumistic way? And that's going to launch us into a whole discussion about Krishna Shalamita, and that is going to go on for a bunch of pages. And essentially, these two meditations are based on one concept. The concept is that if we would just really understand what it is that we're doing in this world, we would conduct ourselves differently. That's basically the concept. And the more detail that the Rebbe gives us, hopefully it's going to make more of an impression upon us that we will be able to change ourselves and be able to really recognize what it is that we should be doing and what it is that we should not be doing. So right now, the Rebbe began this mimer with a more Haskaladika understanding and discussion about how the world is being created. Going all the way back to pre-Simsum, talking about the Kav, talking about the vacuum that takes place in the Eagle Hagadol, right? The Makam Panui. That's what we are on about right now. And we're going to continue this discussion for another uh, two sides or so. Okay? So let's, we're deep in the middle of this story. Let's continue inside, but know that if, for whatever reason, this is probably the hardest part of the of the whole Hemshech, this these next couple of pages or so, um, just because they're dealing with a lot of Kabbalanese, we'll call it, right? A lot of Kabbalah. Um, so I'm going to do my best to try to explain it to the best that I can understand it and the best that I could, uh, you know, hopefully bring it out that you will be able to understand what it is that it's saying. So let's continue. So what we, we, we left off yesterday is that the Abishter essentially gives everything its energy through the kav, or as he calls it here, the kav v'chut, right? And that is what measures exactly how much is supposed to be in each level of creation. That's where we're up to, okay? So I think we're on, on the old books, we're on Lam and Aleph, that's as far as we got. Um, Rabbi, I have one question. Sure. <clears throat> what is it, he didn't explain the last mile, what does that mean, the first one, okay, Ketsoim aren't allowed, they're, they're not able to receive Gili or they only receive Rebuid Simpsum. No, 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 they don't receive Rebuid Simpsum. What happens is that they are supposed to receive a certain amount of ore. Everything in existence is being created by God, right? So they have to get their energy from God. The issue is when the system is not working the way it's supposed to be working, <coughs> it creates. <coughs> Uh, a let's say a vacuum, right? So the example that I gave, I think a few years ago, maybe a few weeks ago, was that when you have a regular, even uh, you know, like the, let's say the bathtub, right? The water that's coming through the bathtub, it's very hard to put your mouth over, like near that water, the, the faucet, in order to drink from it. It's just too powerful, right? However, if you look, I mean. You don't really see it nowadays too much, but there, there was used to be a concept called a water fountain, right? Where people would have, like, you push a button, 
and a little bit of trickle of water would come out and it sprays up and you are able to drink from it because it's a very small level. Okay? That's essentially, I mean, the concept, basically. When things are the way they're supposed to be going, then Klippa can't receive or from anything but what it was allotted. It was allotted this much or this is how it's going to get it, that's it. But if there is not enough ore, or in our example, water flowing the way it's supposed to be flowing, all of a sudden it becomes like a trickle. If it's a trickle, then the klipa could get it. That's the concept that we're talking about. And not just that, it could get from the rib. In other words, the ribui tzimtzumi means that there's so much tzimtzum, there's so much concealment, that it's lowering the amount of ore in the system. If it's lowering the amount of ore in the system, then klipa is able to grab it, number one. Number two, it's able to climb up the system to get from the makif because there's not enough energy that would be able to throw off the klipa. But that's the gilu, the makif. What? No, 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 no. The gilu is the, is the amount of ore that's going through the system. Right? The opposite of gilu is simsum, right? So if there's a ribui, which means a lot, Tsimsumim of tsimsums, so then there's n- not enough gilui in the system. That's basically the idea. So what does it mean that they're getting from ribui tsimsum? I just explained it. If instead of the water coming through the faucet of the bathtub, it's instead going like a little trickle, how come it's not the water is not flowing like that? Because there's been so many tsimsumim that the water is coming out only as a trickle. So now if it's only a trickle, they could get, receive even from that light. What's the question then? Uh, There's a contradiction. What contradiction? Where? Where are you? Where are you? That's a different question. The question is Bihlal. How are they be able how are the Klippas able to receive Bihlal anything? The answer is because Hashem organized it in such a way that they also have to be able to receive. They have to receive their, their amount of war as well. Okay. Yeah? Okay, let's go for Lamid Aleph. I think they were only on like the third line. Am I mistaken? It could be. What? So he says like this: the hispashtus v'hamshachahu bechinas ha'or ba'gili. The bechlal, the hispashtus spreading out and the drawing down of the or, is right, and the gili is coming v'yesh medida bechlalus oifen hamshachaso. So bechlal, there's a limitation or there's a measurement of how much is able to go down. Be'eza oifen, in which way it's going to come down. Nimshacha or how it's going to come down. That amount is coming through the kav. In other words, remember what we said in the beginning of yesterday's class. If you have infinite light everywhere, then you cannot create anything. Right? So in order to make a place, to so to speak, to set a stage where you can make a creation, you have to remove the ore from that space. With me? After you remove the ore from that space, <coughs> you have nothing. There's no creation there. It can't be. 
because you've removed the energy from it. So all you have left there is the salt, in our example of the salt water. Or all you have left there in Rabbi Paltiel's example of the, of the shliach that moves to Idaho. You have a guy that's in a state of bittel that's sitting drinking coffee. There's no energy there. There's, he's not accomplishing. He's not doing anything. Only after, now what has to happen is that there needs to be an infusion of ore. That infusion of ore, right, that infusion of ore is what now begins the creation of everything. That's what has to happen. And that's what he's saying here. Right, take a look again. But there's a measurement. So in general to how the hamshacha goes. In which way it's going to go. And this is what is going to be drawn down through the kav. This is the medida bechlalus. How the or is going to be. And the gilu in oilamos ha'atzilus of atzilus v'chein ba'oilam shalemaylam atzilus and also the worlds above atzilus u'ba'oilamos bia and the worlds below atzilus. So, in other words, the everything has a measure. Everything has a certain amount. So, if atzilus is going to receive, let's say, a hundred pounds of light, then yabria is only going to receive, let's say, fifty pounds of light, and then yitzira only thirty pounds of light. In other words, but there's a measurement, how much light and how it's going to look, this light, how it's going to come out. Because remember, if you don't have the kav, what you have is just empty space without anything flying there. It's like a body without a neshama. Right? You might have the leftover, the reshima, the leftover kalim from the kayach that's there. But without putting the energy back in, it's not going to do anything. And you have to have a certain amount of energy. So, for example, if I plug my phone into the wall, if I, don't have, a, if I have my phone, right, and it doesn't have any energy in it, it's just a rock. That's all it is. There's no difference between a rock and my phone. However, in order to get it to be a phone again, I need to plug it in. But I can't just plug it in anywhere and with any type of wire and with any type of charger. You need a certain type of charger that is going to be able to give a certain amount of ore or energy or electricity into the phone to enable it to reactivate in order that it should become a phone again and not a rock. Now, the difference between this is that by my phone, we're talking about a quantity. Not necessarily quality of war. Right? In here, we're talking about quantity and quality. That's what the, that's what the Kav is, is deciding. The Kav is deciding exactly at each level what it's going to look like. Yeah? Where is it going? Into the Kalim. Who is making the Kalim? The Kav also. Not that it's creating Kalim. It's not creating Kalim. Remember what we said before, yesterday. How do we cause the Kalim to come about? We cause the ore to be sucked up in order that the lower level kalim drop down. When the lower level kalim drop down, then the ore could go back in. Which level of ore? The level of ore that is shayach to that level of kalim. You got the concept? Yes, yes, you, no, no, we, oui, we, oui, monsieur, yes? 
Okay, so now he says, Now, every sphere has specific kalim or tsinoiris. Tsinoiris means a pipeline, right? For it. Because every single thing is custom made. There's no just like jet, whatever happens. It doesn't work like that. Everything is custom made in a certain way. Right? That's the concept of the measurement in every single sphera. In which way? Right? In other words, that the amount of ore that's going into Chachma is going to be different than the amount of ore that's going into Bina. Not just the amount in terms of quantity, but also the quality of the ore is going to be different. Right? In other words, everything that I'm saying is I'm, I'm dumbing it down. Right? And you have to understand it's much more complicated than this. But this is the basic concept. That each Svira in each world has its own particular amount of and quality and quantity of ore that's going into it to make it function as Chachma, to make it function as Bina. That's the idea. And that's the way it is in every single sphere. Let's skip the parentheses. Now, right? Right now, Having said that, the, the Kav is measuring, as much as the Kav is measuring, it doesn't come close to the amount of measurement of the actual Kali itself. Think about the body. We have a limitation of how much ore is going into and which type of ore is going into, for example, my Kayacha Re'iya, my power of sight, my Kayacha Shmiya, my power of earring, my Kayacha... Uh, um, of what you call it, of, of, of taste, of movement, of everything. But as much as the ore is being measured out, the way it comes in, is nothing compared to the Kaylee itself, the actual body function, the eyeballs, the ears, the arm, whatever, that is obviously coming to Magbil it even more. Because that's the Mamish, the Kaylee, that's measuring it out. Yes? Yes, yes? Then he says, mehuso, right? According to its particular mahus. The Kliya For example, that the Kli of Chachma is going to be different than the Kli of Bina. In terms of how sensitive, how small and thin, and in terms of how pure it is. Right? In other words, even look, let's look at the body functions. If the eyeballs, right, do not work for whatever reason, God forbid. As beautiful and as perfect as the ore is, it's not going to enable the person to be able to see. Because the eyeball, at the end of the day, is the mechanism through which we see. You need the kaya in the eyeball in order for the thing to work. But if the, if the eyeball itself has damage, God forbid someone gets something stuck in his eye, we shouldn't know from such things. As good as the kaya is that's flowing in from my neshama into my eye, or not my eye, but into Yenem's eye, Right? It's, he's not going to be able to see. Because the Kli at the end of the day is still the thing that's making the most impact in terms of limitation on that particular 
on that particular function. Yes? So that's what he says here. So when you look at Chachma, when you look at Bina, Chachma has its Kalim, Bina has its Kali, right? And of course, the or is being limited by, right, the Medida, by the measurement that's meant, that's set up, right, to, of how much and what quality and everything of or that's going into Chachma, and how much and what quality and what type of or is going into Bina. But at the end of the day, they're going into a particular keli. The keli itself is the thing that's making the most impact in terms of the limitation. Okay, this is, this is one of the ideas. This, this is the concept that it's a little more limited. That's what he's. That's why he's bringing this proof here. So obviously, the amount of ore that's going to go into Chachma is very different and much more great than what's going into Bina. I think that everything we've said up until now is should be pretty clear. It's, I didn't say anything majorly different to that you wouldn't know already. It's just a phrase from, it's a phrase from the Zayre, and it's used in a lot of different places to explain different concepts. Namely, sometimes it's explained uh, right, it's talking about Chayochi is the, is the Or, and Hashem is one, Garmoyhi is the Kalim, and Hashem is one. Here it's talking about Chayochi is the Chachma, Garmoyhi is Bina, sometimes it talks about this is Atzil. Okay, there's different ways of explaining it, but the main point is is that there is a difference between Chayochi and Garmoyhi. Garmoyhi is, is a lower level, Chayochi is a higher level. Okay. The Kamokin, he Dafka. And similarly, we dafka have, right, dafka hamagbel is the or, the thing that's limiting the light, that it should be the light of chachma, it should be the light of bina. That the kli itself is making a tmuna, making a picture, a tziur, an image in the or itself. But don't make the mistake to think, See, this is this is a major this is a major question of the Makubalim, which we're not going to get into this whole argument right now. Uh, but is the ore like electricity? The answer is no. But let me just explain to you what I mean by this. I have a socket here, right? If I plug this light into the socket, it shines light. If I plug my mix master into this, pl- it mixes flour. If I plug my stereo you know what a stereo is? They, still have the, they probably haven't used that word in a long time. If I plug my stereo into this, what? Something like that, right? Into into my into my outlet, I'm going to play music. Meaning what? What did I just say? I'll tell you in the words of Kabbalah or Hasidus. What I just said is the or is pashit, and the keli is making the distinction of what's going on. That's what I just said, right? In other words. The same electricity. If it goes into the light, it shines light. If it goes into the mix master, it mixes flour. If it goes into the stereo, it plays music. So what did I just say? I said that the electricity is poshit, and it's taking on the shape of whatever the keli is. That's in the language of Hasidus. Did everyone understand that language? Yeah? That's not what we're saying here. What we're saying here is that the ore is not poshit in that way. <coughs> that the ore has within it a certain... Uh, limitation or quality and differences also. That the ore that's going into the kayach is different, into the eyeballs is different than the ore that's going into the ears. 
that there's a natural um, a natural uh, um, detail, we'll call it, in the ore itself, which will cause that the certain type of ore will go into the eyeball and a certain type of ore will go into the ear. Even though when it's when it's in the ore itself, you can't see it. So, in other words, let me uh, give an example that I once heard Yossi Paltil say many years, like probably 20 years ago. He gave a great example. The example he gave was of a of, of white light. When you look at that light, all you see is light. You see this white light. But if you refract it through a prism, right, what you're going to have is red, orange, yellow, etc., etc., etc. Now, the prism doesn't create, does not create the different colors. All those colors were there from the, in the white light. It's just that we did not see them because they were all glued together. What he said, what is the example, which is a great example, is that when you break the glue, so to speak, which is holding it together, right? In this case, if you put it through a prism, it's going to break the glue that's holding it all together. What's going to come out <coughs> is the details, i.e. the different colors. Got it? You got the example? Same thing with us. We have a nishama. So if we're using a person, let's use the person as the example here. And this person's nishama is like white light. But within that white light, you have all the different energies for all the different, for Chachma, for Bina, for Kaya Chariya, Kaya Chashmiya, whatever happens to be. In order to come down, there has to be a Tzimtzum. What's a Tzimtzum? The Tzimtzum, I told you once before. What happens? The higher light goes up, right? Remember, that's what we talked about. And then the lower light, right? Because why? Because the glue gets broken, which causes the higher light to go up, which causes the lower light to come down. Now, when it's coming down, it's coming down in its details. And it's going into the body as kaya chare'iya, kaya chashmiya, etc. Chachma, bina, das, etc., etc., etc. That's what's going on. Not like the electricity. You got the difference? Is that clear? So on the one hand, you have, yes, the keili is what's making the main distinction. The eyeballs, the ears, the tongue, etc., etc. In the human being, right? But even within the ore itself, you have details. You have those functions. You have those functions. But when you see it as a nishama as by itself, <laughs> you don't see it as per se, oh, there's the red light and there's the blue light and there's the green light. You can't say that. You just see a white light. But is it there? Yes, of course it's there. When it when it when the glue gets broken off, then the lower levels can come down and be and, and clothe themselves into the particular keli that it is. It's like it's like almost like a magnet. It's attracted to its particular keli that it would function in. So the fact that a keli only can receive a certain light shows that the light does have a certain seer to it. You have to say the light has a certain seer. Has a puzzle? Can we say? Puzzle. Maybe. Like, I don't know. This certain piece fits into that certain yeah, yeah, right, right, exactly. That From that angle, yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's not like electricity where the electricity doesn't have boot box energy. Right, right, right. That's exactly what I'm trying to bring out. Exactly. When I, pl when I plug into the wall, I don't have to dial into what type of, what type of electricity I want. I just plug the same plug into the wall. 
So when I plug the plug into the wall, okay, here it makes coffee when it goes into this Kaylee, and here it makes light when it goes into this Kaylee, and here it makes music when I plug it in, you know, plug it in my stereo, right? The, the, the plug looks exactly the same. And the energy, the juice that's coming into each box of uh, each Kaylee is the same. That's the point. Right. So that's the distinction. And it's a, it's a discussion. What I'm saying is the easy part of the discussion, but that's basically the, 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 the conclusion of this discussion. Because there is a question. Is the ore pushed in a way that it, it, it's like electricity? And the answer is, the way we come out with is no. It's not like that. Okay, I think that we've uh, <coughs> done enough. Yeah, I mean, we have, we have more to go in this in this section. You know, everyone needs to hang on to their hats while we while we do this section. But it's, I I think that we're we're doing okay so far.